Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Julie Ryan, Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie. I don't even know the name of my own show tonight, I guess. I'm Julie, and I uh, am so delighted that you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have several callers on hold, and uh, we have several questions that have been submitted online as well. We do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific, and I'll talk more about the information on how to join us in future weeks if you'd like. But um, I think let's go ahead and get going with our first caller, and I believe our first caller is Tim. Hi, Tim. Are you on? I am. Thanks for taking my call, Julie. You bet. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from the great state of Missouri. Oh, whereabouts? Uh, Just outside of St. Louis. Okay. Terrific. Well, how did you hear about our show? Well, I've been, uh, I actually found you on on iTunes. Uh, So I listen to you on podcasts typically. Okay. I'm a podcast girl too. I like that on-demand thing. It makes it really convenient, doesn't it? It absolutely does. I I, uh, I listen to podcasts every day. I do, too. I listen to them when I'm getting dressed in the morning, and I also listen to them in the car. Yes, me, too. So I find it's – and sometimes if I'm on a walk, I'll listen to them as well, just, you know, holding the phone. But but I think it's a terrific medium. Well, do you have a question for us, for me this evening? I do. Okay. Yeah, I sure do. Um, So – I have AFib, and okay. uh, um, I'm kind of wondering what the cause of it is and okay. uh, what I what I can do about it. Okay, are you having? Is it causing you any problems? Do you feel it, Tim? Um, actually, yeah, I can I can feel it, and I've, apparently that's relatively unusual. That I mean, I can tell when I'm when I'm in and out of sync, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it. Uh, it's it's kind of both mentally and physically fatiguing, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I, it's constantly on my mind. It weighs on me, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's hard. I like to uh, I like to work out, and uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'm just not I'm just not able to. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have enough energy, or right, yeah, okay. and stamina. Do, yeah. Do they have you on blood thinners? Um, I take a baby aspirin every day, and then. Um, uh, I went to a cardiologist, and they put me on a uh, on a medicine that just dropped my heart rate really low, and uh, mm-hmm. um, it was just hard. It was hard to function. And uh, another doctor took me off of that and then put me on uh, um, Digitalis, mm-hmm. and uh, so I've been taking that for uh, probably for close to a year now. 
Okay, and you're feeling okay on it, or just limited? You know, recent, recently, um, I, I've had some some spells, and it really it kind of seems to be more in the mornings um, when I wake mm-hmm. up, and uh, and and for a long time, I didn't I didn't have it at all. It, I mean, you know, I'd go you know a month or two without it flaring up, and uh, within probably the last two weeks, I've probably had it uh, flare up maybe five times, which is really unusual. Wow. Um, but I get out of, I get out of bed and I'm kind of lightheaded and, and, uh, um, you know, I think my heart rate is really low in the mornings mm-hmm. and that probably accounts for some of the lightheadedness. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, if you've listened to the show, then you know that I'm going to basically what I'm going to do. But for those people who haven't, who are first time listeners, Bear with me while I explain what I'm about to do here. The good news is it won't hurt. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you you may or may not feel anything. But um, the Reader's Digest quick abbreviated version is everything in the universe, everything in the world, and everything in our universe, in probably beyond as well, is made out of energy. And energy, if you go back to your third grade science lessons energy vibrates quickly, fast, or can vibrate more slowly. And things that vibrate more slowly feel solid. Excuse me. I'm sitting at my big cherry desk in my office and it feels very solid. But I know that it's made out of energy. It's just vibrating at a slower rate than, for instance, the Wi-Fi energy that my computer is using. So when our spirits, we're all spirits, form and non-physical and then we incarnate we're conceived and we're born into a, a body to have the human experience and when our spirit which is kind of the consistency of vapor it's transparent it vibrates at a very fast rate when our spirits are in mm-hmm. our bodies we vibrate at a slower rate because our bodies have mass does that make sense so far yep okay so what i do and what i've learn to do through several years of studying, taking classes, and then also 20 years of just doing it myself and coming up with my own methodologies is I raise my level, my energy level to the level of spirit, which means I vibrate really quickly and I turn it on and off in an instant. It takes a nanosecond for me to do it. I don't walk around scanning people, Tim, because number one, I don't believe it's ethical. Number two, I don't think it's any of my business what's going on with them. And number three, I don't really want to know. You know, can you imagine being in a crowd of people and having all this information coming in with every what's going on medically with everybody in the room? That would be, I think, overwhelming. So I turn my radar on. I call it my radar. And I raise my level to um, the level of spirit. And then what I see is... It's almost as if I have a big screen TV in my head and it's as if I'm watching a movie or I'm seeing, I can see things that look to me like x-rays or MRIs or CT scans and I'll see medical conditions and that's how also I can see um, spirits who are deceased. I can see, I can scan buildings. I mean, you know, all this jazz, but it all comes from raising my vibration really high. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. The other thing is I can communicate with non-physical, which is spirits, and it's and I can also communicate with people who are alive. And I 
compare it to the Aborigines who've been communicating telepathically across thousands of miles for millennia. Um, most of us have read or heard about the Aboriginal cultures. And so that's what I do as well. And it's a matter of developing the frontal lobe of the brain. Everybody has the capability. It's just a matter of, uh, of you know, basically um, developing it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to turn my radar on and then I'm going to watch a laser beam that's going to go from me here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to go northwest and it's going to hook in to you, Tim, up in St. Louis, basically. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. And at that point, I'll be able to see what's going on with you. And uh, and then we'll I just report what I get. I don't edit anything that I get because I believe who am I to judge, which you need to hear, right? Okay. I believe I'm just the messenger. So um, my laser beam's going to you. Okay, I got you. Let me shoot some energy up. Okay. Yeah, you're um, interesting. I haven't ever seen this before, Tim. So you, which is not a big surprise that you're so special. That's something something (laughs) that I haven't seen before. How old are you? 51. Okay. Do you remember back in the day, um, TV sets when we were kids, I'm 57, so I'm a little, I'm a few years older than you, but do you remember when the TV would turn off and the programming would be done at the end of the day and there'd be kind of like a fuzzy screen, kind of static on the screen? Do you remember that? That's what your heart looks like. That's what your whole heart area looks like to me. It looks like that static on a TV screen back in the 60s and 70s. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can get underneath that. And it's like it's it's misfiring. We already know this because you go in and out of AFib. Okay. But it looks like there's just all this static around it. So let me see if I can get that calmed down. What I'm watching happen is I'm watching um, a grounding pad be applied to it. And um, there's a clamp on it. And again, I just describe what I see, Tim. Sometimes it's wild. But you may have heard me say that I've invented several surgical devices that are sold throughout the world and have been for yeah. over 25 years. So I'm a businesswoman that does woo-woo. I tell people, I'm a businesswoman who does woo-woo. But in surgery, they have a grounding pad that they use an electrode and they'll put a grounding pad on somebody and it goes to a ground in the operating room because they're using cautery and stuff. What I'm seeing happen to you is there's a little alligator clip that's hooked onto a cord onto a grounding device that then plugs into the wall to get you grounded. Um, Okay, yeah, it's working. So it's calming it down. All right, let me get under it. It it looks like it's um, your heart and everything looks open. It just looks like it's uh, somewhat fried. You know when there's an electrical surge and stuff can look like it's been a little bit fried by an electrical surge? Does that make sense? Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. All right, so. You're grounded. Let me see what we can do. All right. What I'm watching now, Tim, is I'm watching a clockwise um, vortex, kind of like a, um, a pinwheel 
above your heart area. So this is a healing that's happening that I'm describing. And what it's doing is it's regenerating tissue, um, this tissue that looks like it's had too much of an electrical pulse on it. All right. So that's done. All right, I'm going to shoot some energy up through you now and see. Okay, it's looking better. All right, two things. Number one, I'm seeing that there's a tear in your energy field membrane. Have you heard me talk about that before? Yes, I have. Okay. So for those listeners that haven't heard about this before, our spirit, our soul, our energy field are all the same thing. And if you look at the old master's paintings of Jesus and the saints and the Virgin Mary and those guys back in the day, oftentimes they'll have a halo around their head or sometimes around their whole bodies. And I believe that Leonardo da Vinci and his buddies back in that time frame, they were able to see people's energy fields. And so now holy people, when they're painted a lot of time, they'll have um, a halo around them. So that is the energy field. It's the spirit. It's the same thing. But as I perceive the spirit, Tim, it has a really thin lining around it, a membrane, if you will. And it's the consistency of really thin saran wrap. And whenever there's a medical condition with somebody, whether it's, it's just a short-term one or it's a long-term one, there's all, I always see a tear in that membrane in the person's energy field. Okay, and what happens is it allows the energy to leak out of that membrane, and so it, the body doesn't, doesn't really operate properly simply because it's not operating on full power. Does that make sense? Yeah. So far? Okay. So you have a tear over your heart area that's vertical, so there's an energy leak going on. And normally what I'll do in a one-on-one session is I'll dive into that tear, Tim, and I'll be shown some kind of a scene in that person's lifetime of something that was a traumatic event to them. Could be something as simple as somebody called you a bad name in kindergarten and it hurts your feelings to something that's really dramatic, like, you know, you were robbed or something. And um, and once I identify what that is, then I'll watch that tear begin to heal. It'll be stitched up. So we can either do that now, and I can dive in there and see what's there, or we can do it in a private session. It's up to you. Sometimes it ends up being very personal. Um, no, I'm I'm good. We if you have time, let's do it. I do have time. So let me. Um, and then, and then I also have some other suggestions, too, of things that have come to me while I was looking at you that are practical things you can do. So okay. we'll go into those in a minute. All right. So what I'm going to do, this vertical tears right over your heart. So what I'm going to do is I envision myself diving into it. And when I do one-on-one consults, and fortunately we have time to do this with you tonight, is there are three phases. Diagnostic first, we did that. Number two is um, a healing, which I watched that occur with you, which would be that grounding um, procedure that was done with you. And then the third is always this figuring out what the emotional component is. And that's what I have found over the past 20 plus years is needed in order for people really to heal. 
So, um, all right, so I'm diving into this. I'm coming out on the other end. It's almost like I'm going through a wormhole. Have you ever heard of a wormhole in outer space? Yeah. Okay, so it's almost like I'm going through this tunnel that's black and it has no sound or feeling or temperature or light. I'm out on the other end. Okay, you're seven years old when this happened, and you're with your grandmother. Is it your maternal? Were you close to your maternal grandmother? Yeah. Okay. You're with your maternal grandmother. You're at some kind of a family function, and let me see if I can figure out what's going on. We're on it. Whatever this is that happened, we're on it because I can see this the tear starting to get sutured. But let me see if I can get you some more information. Sometimes people will remember what we pinpoint. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes it'll come to them later. Sometimes they never know. It doesn't matter because whatever it is, I can see that this tear is starting to heal in your mem- your energy field membrane. All right. Let's see. I think you were being bullied, um, not by cousins, but you were in kind of, you were on kind of a, um, I see you on a swing set, maybe in a park or something, and something happened and you felt bullied and you, and then your grandmother came up to you. Does that resonate at all? Does that mean anything to you? Well, we used to have family reunions, um, at a park and, uh, okay. um, yeah. So, All right, I mean, so this, this, these were not kids who you knew. These were other kids. I think you went off to go swing on the swings, and they weren't letting you on the swings, or they threatened you or something. See what I'm saying? I mean, it can be something that we look at as adults that feels very benign, but it has an impact. So what I, we're on it because that tear in your energy field membrane is almost completely sewn up. Like like you would see stitches be applied to a cut, but not stitches in that when you go to the ER and they'll take a stitch and then tie it off in a knot for a bunch mm-hmm. of stitches. This is more like stitches that would be a running stitch that you would see on the hem of a pair of pants or a piece of clothing, a shirt or something. So that's done. Okay, there's a patch, energetic patch being put on top of it. It's being lasered in place. All right, I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head. You lit up like the Empire State Building. You're working Mm -hmm. on full power. Okay, so um, here's my suggestion. I think just based on what you've told me a little bit about before – before we got on the call about what you do, my guess is you're in front of a computer a lot yes. and or yes. you are in a room with a bunch, perhaps more than one computer. Yes. Okay. So you're getting a lot of EMFs, electromagnetic frequency vibes. Mm-hmm. Our houses are full of them with Wi-Fi. All of our houses that are monitored by our utilities you know, by Wi-Fi now, we're in this bubble and we're just being bombarded with these electric, electromagnetic frequencies. So a couple things I want you to do that will help. And I think this is contributing to your AFib. Number one, I want you to Google earthing or grounding. Okay. 
Okay. Have you heard I, about I this actually, at all? I actually, I, I was listening to your podcast earlier today, and, and a woman called in and was talking. You were talking about grounding. Okay, it's and, really and, important. And okay. if you travel at all, Tim, when I travel in different time zones, if I'm traveling internationally, something you can do that works really good to ground you and get you into that time zone to help avoid jet lag is put your bare feet on cement or on grass when you get to your hotel. Now, you know, if you're in Switzerland and it's the middle of the winter, you probably don't want to do that in the snow. <laughs> but... But you can do that. And then also, if you look up earthing or grounding, if you Google it and you also look it up on YouTube, you'll see lots of devices that you can buy that will help ground you. And if I were you, Tim, with what's going on with you, I would ground myself every night when you sleep. I do okay. every night. And um, and then and I, how I do that is I... I'm an inventor, so you know I come up with crazy gadgets. I had my husband take a wire and put an alligator clip on it, and then it just plugs into the outlet, just the grounding part of the outlet, which is that little round kind of an area that goes underneath where the plugs go in. Mm-hmm. You know, all of our most of our homes, if they've been built since the '60s, they have ground faults in them, and then I put it in between my sheets at night in my bed, so I'm being grounded all night while I sleep. There are grounding pads that you can use as a mouse pad. You can rest your elbows on it when you're working on the computer. But I think you need to ground yourself as much as you can, and I think you're going to see a huge increase in your energy level and also in a greatly reduced AFib problem. Terrific. Okay. And it's something that's cheap and it's easy and, yeah, no side effects. (laughs) It's only good stuff. Thank you very much. You bet. You bet. Hopefully that answers some of your questions and um and I hope it calms down for you. I think you're going to you're going to see a really big change once you start doing that. The other thing is when you first start applying those grounding devices to your body, you'll feel little tingles all over your body, but they'll only last maybe a minute, minute and a half. Okay. And uh you know, and then I think you're going to see a big difference in your AFib. Terrific. Thank you so much. Okay. You bet. Thanks so much for joining us, and uh, good luck with all of that. Thanks. Have a good night. Okay. Thanks, Tim. Um, you bye-bye. too. Take care now. Bye now. Okay. Our next caller is, uh, let's see, somebody from 614 Air Code. That's a Columbus number. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hi, can you hear me? Hello. 614 number. Hi. Hello, can you hear me? I can see you. Okay, well, maybe we'll try again. Let's go to a question that was submitted online. I have several that were submitted this week online, and let's see what we come up with for that. This one's from Callista in Rapid City, South Dakota, and she asked, Hi, Julie. Can you please scan me? I'm feeling so awful today and can't tell if it's strep, allergies, or something else. I have a big weekend this weekend and would love to know just how to feel better. Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Callista. Thanks for your question. Sorry you're feeling so punky. When I got you on my radar, I could see lots of inflammation from your throat to the top of your head. 
Once I got the inflammation calmed down, I just saw irritated tissues. I believe you're suffering from autumnal seasonal allergies, what used to be known as hay fever and is now called allergic rhinitis. It's caused when the immune system overreacts to allergens in the air. Although your runny nose, sneezes, itchy eyes, congestion, sinus pressure, and sore throat are similar to when you have a virus, I'm not seeing either a viral or a bacterial infection. So, in order to boost your immune system in time for your big weekend, I suggest the following. Number one, take 1,000 milligrams of ester C and 50 milligrams of zinc three times a day until you feel better. You can get ester C at Whole Foods, Sprouts, health food stores, and through Amazon. Zinc is easy to find in grocery stores, drug stores, Target, etc., This combo is a powerful immune system booster. You'll be amazed at how well it works. By the way, ester C is vitamin C that's been coated. They call it buffered. It's been coated so it's less acidic and therefore less irritating to the stomach. So if you need to take vitamin C, be sure and get ester C. A lot of grocery stores have it too, but not all of them. All right, number two, get some liquid colloidal silver. Pour a small amount into a juice glass and add the same amount of water. Gargle with the liquid for as long as you can in order to coat your throat and then spit the rest out. Do your best to avoid swallowing this silver concoction and try not to drink anything for at least 30 minutes after you finish gargling. It's a good idea to gargle right before bed so the liquid will stay in your throat all night. Bacteria cannot live in a metallic environment, and gargling with the colloidal silver will temporarily make your throat a metallic environment. This will help keep you from getting either a bacterial or viral throat infection. You can get liquid colloidal silver at Whole Foods, Sprouts, health food stores, and on Amazon. And number three, if you're still feeling badly by the weekend and as a last resort, Go get some allergy medicine at the grocery or drugstore and take it only when it's absolutely necessary. Hope you heal quickly and hope your weekend is terrific. When I was a kid growing up in Ohio, this time of year in the autumn, in the fall, it seemed like a lot of people got hay fever. And it was from ragweed and crops being harvested and uh, that goldenrod, which is so pretty, the flowers along the side of the road, and it just would make people miserable at times. So um, good old-fashioned hay fever is, I think, what Callista has, and I think she'll be able to get over it hopefully pretty quickly. Okay, as I was saying before, we do this show every Thursday night. We tape it, and it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Also, if you can't join us because those times don't work with wherever you are or what your schedule is, go also to AskJulieRyan.com and you can submit a question online. And um, what can happen there is your question may be, may be chosen to um, be read, like I just read Callista's online. Also, while you're on my website, please sign up for the newsletter. I send that out every week usually on Wednesdays, and it has all this call information on it. 
if you want, if you have a question and you want it answered, the best thing to do is to call in, though, because it's way more fun to talk to you, and um, and you got a good chance of getting it getting it answered. So um, so do that. Also, while you're on my website, um, click the button for a private consult. I'd love to talk with you one on one, and then we'll have a whole hour to do that. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, all together, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Well, it looks like my 614 number is back. Hi there. Are you there? Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah. I can. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. This is Julie. Who's awesome. this? This is Luann. Hi, Luann. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm great. Thanks. 614 is my hometown, Columbus. I know. Is that where you are? Are <laughs> yes, you in Columbus? I actually get- I'm in Gahanna, right outside okay. Columbus. Right outside of Columbus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gahanna was Gahanna was kinda out in the boonies when I was growing up, but it's it's all <laughs> built more. up now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Lovely yeah. area. Well thanks for joining Thank us you. this evening and thanks for calling back in. I know we were looked like we were having trouble getting you getting your audio on. Do you have a question no that I how may I help you? Well, I have two questions, and I don't know which is more important, but my first well, question is about... Okay, great. <laughs> um, let me close the door real quick. So the dogs don't run in and bark. Sorry. That's okay. Um, first question is uh, about my son. He okay. has some mental health issues, and... Um, you know, he's 22, and all his life I've tried to do everything I could to help him. And uh, I just want to know if, if I'm headed down the right path with this, if, okay. if we're on the right track to get him situated. Okay. What's his name, Luann? His name is Will. Will. Okay. What I'm going to mm-hmm. do, so do you have a specific question or just kind of an overall want me to see if I can check him out and see what's going on? Well, he has a very complicated mental health diagnosis, and I, like I say, I'm just terribly worried about him, and I, I just need to know, you know. Okay. What can I do next? Does, does he live with you? Uh, at the moment, yes. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do, Luann, is I'm going to connect to you, and uh, have you listened to the show before? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've heard me say I have a laser beam that will come from 
my body here mm-hmm. in Alabama and it'll shoot up 65 to 71. I know how to get there because <laughs> my car, I think, can drive there on its own because I still have yeah. family in Columbus. And um, so it's going to connect to you. I'm going to then connect from you to Will. And I'm going to ask okay. his permission psychically if I can scan him. And if he gives it to me, I will. If he doesn't, I won't. Now, okay. if he says no, it's okay because we can, you know, that's his right. That's his prerogative. It's a privacy mm-hmm. thing. Right. But if, if he doesn't want me to scan his body, we can still get information by asking certain questions. All right. So what okay. I'd like to do is see if I can scan him first and then let's see where we go from there. So okay. all is not lost if he won't let me scan him. Okay. <laughs> all right. So my laser beams head north, almost directly north, a little bit northeast to Columbus. Ohio. All right. I got you on my radar. All right. And I'm going to Will. Okay. He, I've got him. And um, Will, I'm with your mom on the phone. She wants me to scan you energetically. Is that okay? Okay. He wants more information. Uh, I'm a medical intuitive. He's, is he really bright? <laughs> he wants more information. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. He's kind of like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> All right. Let me, uh, I just want to look at your energy field. Would that be okay? No. All right. So he doesn't want me to scan him. You you may okay. want to talk with him at some point about this and see if he changes mm-hmm. his mind and then call me back. But in the meantime, let's mm-hmm. ask some questions. And the more specific the question, Luann, the better off we're mm-hmm. going to be. All right. right. So help me with some specific questions of information that that we can get for you that will help you. Okay. Uh, Okay. What do you need to know first? Well, whatever Um, comes to your mind is the right question. um, Well, he um, he has been autistic all his life, but now they're saying he has schizoaffective disorder. And um, basically, that's like a schizophrenia, bipolar situation, Um, OCD, that type thing. Okay, let's take them one by one. All right? Okay. So I think we ask the question, and who we're asking is we're asking God, the universe, spirits, you know, all the goodness that's out there. All right, we're just doing a broad brush stroke here. So... Does Luann's son, Will, have schizoaffective disorder? Does, and when, when I ask that question, Luann, what's the first thing that comes into your mind? Like as fast as you can snap your finger. No. I get a no on that, too. I get really? a no, too. Yeah, I get a no, okay. too. All right. Okay. And what was the second one? Does he have OCD? OCD? Mm-hmm. I get a yes on that. What did you get? Yes. I got a yes on that, too. All right. What's mm-hmm. the next one? Um, well, the behavioral stuff is a big concern. Okay. Um, aggression. Okay. And you said autistic earlier, right? Yeah, Asperger's syndrome, which is on the autistic dis- um, spectrum. 
which those kids are usually just almost genius level, right? And and he is in several areas. Yeah. And it's usually in math or um, mm-hmm. like engineering. And, and, mm-hmm. Pardon me? Sciences. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm getting a yes on Asperger's. I'm getting a yes on autistic. Uh, what? So let's ask. Let's get some information on his aggressive behavior. What's causing Will's? Is it is well, it fairly he, recent? Is it fairly sudden, Luann? No, no, it's been a lifelong thing. But okay, um, he's very frustrated because he can't do a lot of things that regular twenty-two-year-olds do. Okay. And, um, you know, like drive and um, right. it's very socially uh, awkward and mm-hmm. it's really an embarrassment to him. And now it's to the point where he's so angry about all of it and he's just constantly um, going over and over and over things that have happened years ago. I mm-hmm. should have said this. I should have said that. And so right now he's in some group therapy, which I'm hoping helps, but... You know, it just kind of feels like, you know, we're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. What What keeps coming up to me is what is his diet? What do you What does he eat? Well, he's not real good about eating healthy stuff. Okay, um, so he's eating a lot of processed stuff with sugar and yes, yeah, yeah. and uh, okay. he likes his caffeine. Right. Um, do you think um, a more strict diet would help? Well. There's a doctor called Sidney Baker, and mm-hmm. he is uh, a former professor of Yale and Princeton's medical schools, and he mm-hmm. has written a book that, go get it, is download it as fast as you can get it if you got a Kindle or, you know, a tablet or whatever, mm-hmm. go get it in the bookstore. It's called Detoxification and Healing, or get it from Amazon, and it's all about treating these kids and he's been doing this for decades like 40 going on 50 years and he was one of the first ones to figure out that their diet is so important to not only reduce the symptoms but also it's just a there can be a remarkable behavior change remarkable yeah and it's and and he said these kids are medicated so often and if we just get them eating what they're supposed to eat the right foods they don't need to be on medication where the medication is dramatically reduced and it gives them their lives back Mm. so the detoxification and healing by Sidney Baker is the first thing that I would suggest you can google him and you can go on his Mm -hmm. website and also um, I believe he has quite a few YouTube videos to Luann that can Mm -hmm. help but right. I would I would get his book and read it, and then if I were you, Luann, I would call his office because chances are good with a network like that guy's got to have, you know, teaching mm-hmm. at those kind mm-hmm. of medical schools. He's got co- he has colleagues that are in Columbus. I promise you, there's somebody at Ohio State that he knows wow, that can help. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because you know, right, I mean, he takes right into your backyard. A lot of medication. Right. A lot of medication, and it's pretty high-powered stuff, and I worry about right. down the road, what, what what's that going to do to him? Right. You know? Well, and they all have side effects. And so right. Right. Um, 
I, that's the thing that kept coming up is so much of this can be helped with his diet and what he's eating and, um, and things like that. And Dr. Baker's one of the, he is just one of the experts in the world on this stuff. Mm. And he's still practicing. I believe he's in upstate New York now where he practices. But he has seen probably just about everything he can see in the almost 50 years he's been practicing. And I promise you he knows somebody at Ohio. Well, you know, let's ask the question. Does Dr. Baker know somebody he can refer Luann to at Ohio State? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. That's great. I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, he's done research. So yeah. he's, he's going to know somebody there and or he's going to know somebody who knows somebody because that's such a huge medical school and they mm-hmm. do such, you know, really um, life-changing research there. That's one of the, those big medical schools and it's right in your backyard. So I, oh, absolutely. That's, my biggest, yeah. that's my biggest suggestion for okay. him. Um, to do that. And then, and then he even has, I've read his book. It's very good. And he even has, um, suggestions for how to get them off of the sugar addiction and the Mm -hmm. caffeine addiction and, you know, and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And once their brains are being fed the food that they really need to eat, then Mm -hmm. it just is life altering. The reason why I learned in his book, the reason why um, people like Will and also just regular people, I always say dessert is my favorite food group. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, I love the sugar uptake, but it's but we get a serotonin mm-hmm. uptake when we eat sugar mm-hmm. or refined foods, and so that's mm-hmm. what he's trying to do, just to make himself feel better. Yeah. Yeah. So there are other foods that will work even better for him than the sugar and the processed food. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. Will you email me Thank and you. let me know if yeah. you find yeah. somebody and um, and when you look him up, you when you look up Dr. Baker, when you Google him, you'll see his office number mm-hmm. and uh, you know read his book and then I would call him and watch his YouTube okay. videos and just see what he has okay. to. I think you're going to be amazed at the great oh, results yeah. he gets. And it's not just he. American kids. He's worked with kids all over the world. Wow. Okay. That would be a prayer answered for sure. And it's, it's a lot different philosophy than let's just drug them. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that, but there's been no other way for so many years. And I just, mm-hmm. there has to be something else we could do. The other the other thing I can recommend, Luann, as far as the pharmaceuticals go, there's a website that you probably want to visit, and you may want to do this with all of the medicines that they have him on, and it's called thent.com. So thenancynancytom.com. And NNT, okay. have you ever heard of that? No. Uh-uh. Okay. And it, NNT is stands for number needed to treat. And mm-hmm. all of the drug companies have to do clinical research before the FDA will mm-hmm. approve their medicine, right? Oh, and okay. there are some schools of thought that since the drug companies pay for all this, a lot of this research, that it's slanted towards the medicine working. But they all oh. have to 
disclose what the number needed to treat is. That means if the number needed to treat is 312, that means 312 patients have to be given the medication before it works for one patient. Oh my. Okay? Following me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you yeah. go on the nnt.com, any type of medication that's out there, you can plug it in their search menu, and it's going to come up with what that number is. And if you see a number of 312, it's kind of like, okay, really, those odds are not good, number one. Mm-mm. And number two, you can easily find what all the side effects are, and does it make sense for your son to be on that medication if the number needed to treat is so high? Okay. So you'll okay. find a, you'll find this acronym NNT for number needed to treat, and you'll find one on that website that's NNH, which is number needed to heal, and that's more for procedures. It's okay. also for sub-medications, okay. but it's a lot of times for surgical procedures and other procedures. But based on what the little you've told me about, I'm sure they've had him on all kinds of different medications over the years, mm-hmm. I would take a list of all the meds he's currently on. I would go to the nnt.com and find out what the number needed to treat is on all those meds. It's just going to give you tons okay. of information. Okay. I'll do okay. that for sure. And you know well okay. enough to know just because the doctor says it's so doesn't mean it is, right? Right. Right. You've learned that yep. through experience. You know, they're about 60% accurate. You go to 10 doctors mm-hmm. and get 10 different diagnoses. But that's why God made the Internet for us, I think. <laughs> you know, so we, we can be informed, basically informed patients and informed caregivers. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So those are my suggestions. Will you email me, though? I will. Let me, I'll let you know on that. Let me know if you so. find some. You know, I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University, so I think that place mm-hmm, is pretty mm-hmm. special. So awesome. thanks so yeah, much I for calling. Too. Yeah, good no luck problem. with all of that. Okay. Um, can, can I thanks, ask Louise. you the second question? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. No, that's okay. Um, second question is um, I have had a number of health um concerns and yeah. uh i i just want to know that um everything's okay so i have a for yourself um, yeah for me okay. yeah okay yeah let me get you on my radar again and uh you know aren't you a wonderful mother asking about your child before yourself <laughs> i don't know about that but you know i I hate to let you go without asking the second one. So, How old are you, Luann? I am 62. Okay. Are you on um, any kind of hormones, bioidentical hormones or regular hormones? Um, I was, I was year ago, years ago, but not anymore. Okay. When I scan your system, what I'm seeing is your energy field looks like a dehydrated piece of fruit. When I see that, oh. especially in a woman who's either menopausal or postmenopausal or even perimenopausal, that just means that you mm-hmm. need you need some estrogen and you need some testosterone and you're going to feel like a new woman. Um, mm-hmm. So I would, while you're on the Google, <laughs> Google bioidentical yeah. bioidentical hormones. <clears throat> Excuse mm-hmm. me, and couple of websites that you can go to that will be helpful, a couple of books I can recommend 
first one okay. is and and what I'm what I'm watching while I'm talking to you is I've shot estrogen energy into your energy field and you just plump up like a beautiful ripe apple, which tells me you oh just need estrogen. Okay, which is mm. going to keep your brain, your bones, your skin, your heart healthy. Okay, mm. okay. and Good. you want to be on the bioidentical hormones because they match from a molecular structure what our bodies manufacture. The pharmaceutical mm-hmm. hormones have extra molecules added to their formulas so that they can be patented, so that the drug companies oh, okay. can make a lot of money. And that's fine, but the body doesn't know what in the heck it is when you give it to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's replace what the body's already manufacturing when we're young, right? Okay, a couple of um, places you can go. For, for a website, go to A, the letter A, Number four, letter M, A4M.com. That's the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. Okay. There's a place where you can put in your zip code. They'll give you a list of physicians who are schooled in bioidentical hormones and anti-aging medicine. Um, That'll come up. The other place where you can go is called functionalmedicine.org. It's just spelled out, functionalmedicine.org. And functional medicine doctors, Luann, are of which um, Dr. Baker is a functional medicine doctor. They're going to reverse engineer the symptoms and look at the body as a whole system instead of just Mm. treating like a sinus infection. They're going to say, okay, let's treat the sinus infection, but let's see what's causing these recurrent sinus infections. They're going to figure out what the cause is. And those guys, a lot of those physicians are schooled on anti-aging medicine as well. So, again, Mm -hmm. you can put your zip code in there and a doctor will come up in your area, in the Columbus area. Um, Two books I recommend. One is Christian Northrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P-M-D. She is kind of the godmother of um, anti-aging medicine for women. And you can Google Dr. Northrup, Christian Northrup, and um, and you'll see her website and you can have access to her books. You can get them on Amazon or anywhere. And then the other one that I really like, and this may sound a little wacky, is Suzanne Summers, the actress oh, yeah. and celebrity. And Summers mm-hmm. is S-O-M-E-R-S. She's written several books on uh, anti-aging and about hormones. And she's interviewed Mm -hmm. some of the top minds, researchers and physicians around the world about this. And she distills the medical information into understandable language for the lay person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Google Suzanne Summers, S-O-M-E-R-S. I think it's SuzanneSummers.com. And um, Mm -hmm. she has books called Ageless, the sexy years, and they will cover the bioidentical hormone um, equation. Okay. And I think you will feel like a new woman once you get on well, some of those. Okay. Okay. The only concern I have about um, the hormone thing, though, is isn't that kind of related to breast cancer? Well, the, yeah, um, the pharmaceutical ones have been in the studies because they were using yeah. horse mare urine to yeah, come up with the yeah. hormone. So, but the bioidentical, not so much. Okay. Well, and, so much. and the only reason I ask that question is because 
I have a follow-up appointment next week to check a, a mass in the breast. And, okay. You, know, you, you worry about those things. Sure, sure. Okay, so check that first. Um, right, is it in your right breast? Yeah. Okay, I can yeah. see it. Mm. I don't believe it's malignant. Okay, that'd be great. I don't believe it's great. malignant. Um, there's, uh, an issue, there's an issue with the left one. Is that showing up for you? Uh, the energy went to the right one first. Let me see okay. on the left one. I, the left one, what I see, looks like a little bit of scar tissue. Did you have okay. any procedure done on the left breast? I did. I had a lumpectomy on that one. Okay, I can see ago. that. Yeah, so it looks yeah. like scar okay. tissue. I'm not seeing anything else there. I think it's scar tissue on the left side. I think you do. I, I can see the lump on the right side. It does not look malignant to me. Good, good, good. Okay, yeah. Okay, So, great. yeah, get that handled first, obviously, and then look into the mm-hmm. bioidenticals. I'll do that, and I appreciate okay. you helping your time. Your you time bet. is very valuable. Oh, my and pleasure. I will email you on the other thing, so... Yeah, email me on you, too. <laughs> well, Let yeah, me know. of course. Let me but... know what's going on. Tim, same with All you right. if you're listening. I think he's he's um, signed off now, but if he's listening on yeah. a podcast, eventually email me, and I love to hear, you know, outcomes, and um, okay. let me know what you come up with. Okay. okay. And one more thing, OH. I-O, baby. Oh. Go Bucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Thank to, you. We just say roll tide, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All righty. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks, Livia. Take care. Bye-bye. You, too. Bye-bye. We are a, a big college football house down here in Alabama, so I have to put those in. Okay. Another question submitted online. Jane from North St. Paul, Minnesota asked, Hi, Julie. I hope you can help me with my rodent problem. I've heard some scratching and or chewing in my second floor bedroom wall by my window. It's a townhouse and I've been here for three years. I haven't ever seen mice in my house. Can you tell me what's in my wall, how it got there, attic or outside hole, and what I need to do to get rid of it? Will my association pay for it or will I get stuck with the bill? Thank you so much. I love listening to your podcasts. And here's my response. I said, hi, Jane. Thanks for those kind words. I love doing the podcast. It's always one of the highlights of my week. Regarding your scratching noises, I believe you have one or more raccoons visiting you. And I believe they came through in the attic. I think there's a hole in an attic area that uh, they got into. They They are really crafty critters, those raccoons. If I was in your situation, I'd stay out of the attic and call an exterminator to come investigate and eradicate your unwanted house guests. As for your homeowners association paying the exterminator bill, it's always worth a try. At this moment in time, I believe you will end up paying the bill. Another thought is if the damage is substantial, you may want to claim it on your homeowner's insurance. Thanks for your question and good luck. Those raccoons are so cute, but they're not cute when they get in your house. And I, my husband and I have had an experience with this raccoon family at our house. We have a deck. Our, our backyard slopes down and we have a deck. 
that goes off the main floor. So we have lots of trees in our backyard. It kind of looks like we're in a tree house because we're up so high off the ground. But anyways, I have a bird feeder that is on the edge of one of the pillars of my deck so I can see it from the kitchen eating area. And I love it. We have lots of cardinals and other birds that come. Well, one night we were down in our media room and we saw the motion detector light come on outside and there was this mama raccoon and these three babies that were climbing up the post of the deck and um, they were they were going and shaking the bird feeder to get the seeds to fall down and then they were eating them. So I went upstairs to the kitchen and I turned on the kitchen light and the mama raccoon looked at me like, lady, what is your problem? <laughs> it was hilarious. And so I knocked on the window and she still looked at me like, I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. I'm just trying to feed my babies. So I um, acted like I was opening the door and then she left. Well, come to find out those three babies were up at the top of the pillar underneath the flooring of the deck. And so I said to my husband, Tim, I said, honey, you got to go get those raccoons out of here. So he went out and he has a real deep voice and he just went, hey, hey. And and the mama came and she got on her hind legs and she collected her babies and she left. So now I take the bird feeder in every night because I don't really want raccoons around because they can get in your attic and they can cause all kinds of problems. So Jane, get an exterminator out there. See if you can get the raccoons out of there. My brother in Columbus had um, a family of raccoons in his, living in his attic, and it was a mess. They did a lot of damage. So raccoons are cute as long as they're out in the wild and not around us. Okay, we will do this again next week. Please submit your questions online. I'll get them answered. There's several I didn't get to this evening, but those were two pretty uh, involved calls that we got this evening. So I always get the right amount of callers whenever they show up and uh, hope you're one of them next week. So thanks for mo so much for joining me and I hope your week weekend and next week is terrific. Take care. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.